0: Welcome to the Master of Some podcast. I'm your host and wellness lover, Darren Lake. We are all about health and fitness to help you become the most essential human being possible. This is a cross-release with my other and now defunct podcast, Cool Black Dudes, now named Positive People of Color. On the CBD Radio podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing a good friend on an episode. He's the first professional African-American triathlete hailing out of San Fran, California. We obviously talk about all things triathlon and endurance, but end up going down a few rabbit holes on cryptocurrency race-related issues in the U.S. triathlon community, and more. Make sure to go to MasterofSomePod.com to check out more of what we're doing. Peace. Master of
1: They don't understand that I'm a person that lives my life in service to others. Like, you know, how I was raised, the person I am, like, I truly believe of being in service to others. And that's how I'm using the sport of triathlon. Cool. Black. Dude!
0: Hey everyone, CBD Radio is back again. Consistency is a beautiful thing. I'm fresh from the Sydney Podcast Festival hosted by AudioCraft, and I'm excited to jump into newer projects and episodes like this one. This week we have Max Fennell, the first professional African American triathlete. As some of you may know, I'm a triathlete, so this was a conversation I was really looking forward to. We got under the hood of Max Fennell and talked about how he got into the sport of triathlon, his college soccer career, Being a fencing coach and his secret love of cryptocurrency, in particular, blockchain technology, and how he feels all of that can change the world. Subscribe, rate and comment on whatever podcatcher podcast app you use if you haven't already. Listen on to hear the rest. And thanks for tuning in.
1: Cool. Dude.
0: What is up? I got Max Fennel. Fennell sorry my bad it's it's Fennell right is that is that the it's Fennell right yeah but yeah Max Max Fennell who used to go as Max Finn I think he's back to Fennell now uh he is a professional he's the the first professional black triathlete nope is it the only the only how did you word it what is it
1: uh the first black pro triathlete i think it depends on who would consider it with them you know themselves black yeah you know but i mean african-american you know american melanated whatever you want to say
0: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um yeah i've had the 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 privilege of knowing max about four years now we met through the black triathletes facebook group or whatever that that was or still is um i haven't really jumped into that and we were able to meet in real life a few years ago and go for a fun bike ride, ride where you took me through the farmlands of pennsylvania <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> good old dutch land
0: yeah that was that was actually a really good ride max is located right now in menlo park area silicon valley uh san fran i'm down in Sydney, Australia. So through the wonders of technology, we're making this work. Max, 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 you are an interesting dude. You have a lot going on, like myself, like a lot of other cool black dudes do. You, you know, you have a lot of feathers in your cap. Um, you are, as as some would say, a jack of all trades, master of some. That's that's actually a podcast that um, yeah. we're going to start another podcast where okay. we go in depth on people. So tell me, tell me about you, man. Tell me about your story. Tell me about how you got into it. I actually want to know a bit more about you.
1: Well, I mean, on the surface, I became, you know, basically the first African-American professional triathlete back in August 2014. But I think now things have kind of uh, grown since I've been known as being a professional triathlete. So originally, you know, I was focused on becoming a professional triathlete and just all my focus was on that and living in the Silicon Valley area. It just seems as though everyone around here has a company or is running a company. And I think that sort of somehow found its way to wear off of me to where now I have a startup and uh, managing a coffee company called coffee method, which is absolutely, absolutely amazing opportunity. So that's pretty much where I'm at right
0: now. So I remember you told me you were, a pretty high level collegiate athlete in soccer yeah. and fencing. Soccer. Is that correct? No. So
1: I was a fence, I was assistant fencing coach. Like okay. My, my, the person that was probably like my coaching mentor was the uh, Harford College uh, fencing coach. And what it was, was Back when I injured myself when I was switching into triathlon was also at a period of time when I was really into boxing. So he said to me, he was like, you know, boxers make really good fences. And I was like, I really want to go to the Olympics. He's like, well, why don't you do fencing? And so he started teaching me fencing and I was 23, 22, 23 at the time. And, um, what that did was, uh, he realized like, look, I can teach you fencing, but also why don't you talk to these kids? It was Haverford college. It's a very prestigious college. And I was just kind of like, you know, this rough around the edges kid from King of Prussia outside of Philadelphia. And it was kind of the merging of like my athletic dominance world with their, you know, academia world, as well as, you know, the fencing world. And it just, it just kind of worked as well as gave me the opportunity of kind of understanding of how to coach. So I would do a lot of pre, uh, pre-match talks and just, I would work with fencers individually just trying to figure out how to up their game. Um, and doing a lot of cool things like that.
0: Cool. Cool. Very cool. Oh
1: yeah. So collegiate athlete, I was a soccer collegiate athlete ran track. Uh, but in high school, you know, I did wrestling track soccer. I was just kind of an all around athlete, but in college it was soccer and track that I played.
0: Cool very cool yeah actually i ran track yeah my i think we talked about this my last few years i did the, the four and the eight um and i found out that i was actually a mid-distance guy and i should have been running the eight and the 15 and probably the 5k yeah. um but you and know you that was just- i still can i mean i am i am i just did a sprint triathlon um two days ago and yeah, yeah i did i did all right i had no expectations for it it was early season bs bullshit yeah, no, so, uh, no, no. yeah just yeah get the cowards out yeah yeah exactly exactly um so so tell me i'm actually gonna bridge it all together so obviously you're a black triathlete this is cool black dudes tell me about any issues if any that have been maybe blessings in disguise or just annoying annoying fucking things that happen you know, being black. Cause I, I go, you know, I'm in Australia. There's a lot of white people here. I say this a lot in a lot of my podcast. I go to a triathlon, you know, people kind of give me that look and you probably get, there's not a lot of black people in triathlon. I mean, there's more, It's starting to become more popular, but um, tell me how you deal with being like pro level elite. Cause that's like, you know, there's a bunch of amateur black triathletes floating around. So how do you deal with that?
1: Well, I think I've had a very unique Experience because it was brought up to me when I first moved out here. I was surround. I am surrounded by all the the Yodas of triathlon, so that has really helped out a lot. A lot of people actually don't know this. A lot of the who's who's in terms of like race directors behind the scenes do a lot like they support me a lot and there's a lot of communication with myself and the premier race organizations race organizers race organizers in the united states and and there's the conversation of how to increase um, minority participation women participation has actually been going on since i became a pro and even last year the past two years it's really Uh, The talk has been significant. So I like to bring that up now because I I know a lot of people don't know this because these conversations have been very private with me and these race directors. But those talks have been happening, which for me is why I'm not so stressed about where – the sport is going because these race directors have reached out to me. They have also given me tons, you know, anytime I, you know, needed help or just the opportunity or just things to figure out of getting to like very high profile races, uh, those opportunities have always been there. So when it comes to the people at the top in the sport, I mean, the support has been there from day one. I mean, I, I, like to tell people this, but one of my biggest supporters has been, you know, I would say like Bob Babbitt. And if you know triathlon, he's like, you know, a really big deal. And I was, I was actually going through uh, my Facebook the other day and I was just like, man, Bob's been in my life or, you know, in my triathlon career very significantly. And that's always just been very interesting to me as well as uh recently like when i came out to northern california the triathlon community here is much differently much different than other places so it was never really an issue of showing up being like one of the only few black people out here because this this is kind of where triathlon was so it's it's a different type of community where you know i went to my first race and next thing you know i had like 30 friends after my first race out here which was Moon bay um The negatives that I've always experienced, as you know, (laughs) I think you've, you've probably been one of the few people that has been there behind the scenes when the, the racism and hate has really gotten to me. And I've had to, and you know, that's when I'm desperate and I have to reach out to someone and vent to them and be like, no, I can't tell anyone (laughs) this is what's going on. Why, (laughs) Why do these people hate me? You know what I mean? So that's been that's that's been the most fr- the toughest thing is these individuals not understanding why i am proud about being the first african american pro triathlete, as well as how it's changed my life and how i think it It's going to change other people's lives that look like me Um, that just come from a disadvantaged situation. And the sport of triathlon just really teaches you self reliance, perseverance, trust, faith, right? Because come race day, everyone's under the same race conditions. So they don't understand that a black person being in this environment and giving it a hundred percent, how it will affect other individuals that will just look at the sport and be like, Oh, that's just, that's not a sport. Like for black people, black people can't swim. But you know, when they see me, who looks like a football player, who's like, you know, swimming, biking and running, you know, that, that, as you know, we can't do it unless we see ourselves doing it. Right. Yeah. And you and I have had this conversation, you in like a small group of other individuals that had been there, you know, the, past like seven years since i've dealt with this you guys have seen it from a much different standpoint from other people um but it, it's gotten much easier now because now i'm just like i like it doesn't even bother me because i'm you know i work hard for uh the situation that i'm in um but the most frustrating thing is that the people that hate on me i'm like i don't understand why you're hating me on the first place you won the race and you're hating me <laughs> you know what i mean and then the second thing is, is they don't understand that I'm a person that lives my life in service to others. Like, you know, how I was raised, the person that I am, like, I truly believe of being in service to others. And that's how I'm using the sport of triathlon as well.
0: Cool. No, that's, that's, that's really cool, man. I, I love hearing, you know, like I, I've always wanted to be an elite athlete. Like that was, uh, I was, I was always on the cusp, especially with basketball, um, with track. I uh, did the D three, so to kind of be close with you, to ride with you, to ride with a pro elite uh, athlete, um, it's been really cool. And now to see your side of it, and also see the onion unpeeled of Max. Max Finn, I like Max Finn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Say I like it. Max
1: Finn. It's gonna uh, catch <laughs> on, you know. It's gonna catch on. Just yeah, Max yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, and
0: you know, seeing Max Finn and 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 seeing how you deal with things, you're very professional. You have, uh, as they call, it, media training. Um, and you know, without really having the actual experience, you've you've jumped in, and I've just seen you, just the way you you post on Facebook. So basically, that whole rant just now was just to say, like, you know, thanks for sharing that, and I appreciate your insight. Right. Um, Tell me actually, there, there's, there's a lot of things about you that I want to say, but I don't want to put you on blast. Um, tell, me, so tell me one unique thing that, that people don't know about you. I know you're, you're dabbling in alternative forms of currencies. I'm going to say it like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the biggest thing that people don't know that I'm actually a crypto nerd. <laughs> how,
0: how long have you been in that?
1: Oh, man. So can I tell this story real quick? Of course. So the thing is, when I first moved out to Silicon Valley and I started meeting people... Uh, the way I realized I, I was like, all right, if I'm going to get sponsorship money, I have to start a company. Right. And one of the best advice someone gave to me is like, all right, if you're going to start a company, the thing you need to think about, Max, is what is the thing that you needed when you first started out? And the thing that I needed was I needed uh, money. So I was like thinking like, all right, how can I figure out raise money? And I was like, all right, I'll think about starting a company. And then, you know, I came up with this idea and someone suggested, well, why don't you use the blockchain to use this idea or like distributed ledger and like they explained the blockchain and you were actually the first person. Remember when I... (laughs) you my buddy martin and i uh, i made a google docs and all it was was just uh you remember it was just a graph and you guys were like what is this and that was, <laughs> <remember> my, that. <laughs> that was my first attempt at trying to make a blockchain i'm like i had no idea what it was like this guy was just like "Just do this blockchain and like you and my buddy martin were the first two people uh, but I had the first attempt at that, and it went nowhere because I didn't know what he was talking about. So I literally spent the 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 next three years or whatever uh, that I've lived out here trying to figure it out. And then finally, I had a roommate move in here, and then he's like, he's like, "Oh, I bought Ethereum on Coinbase," and I was like, "What is Coinbase?" <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, <laughs> like. And so he pretty much opened Pandora's box for me. And then, like, he comes back to me a month later. And I'm, like, like I, like, crawled out of my hole, saw the sun for the first time. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, you have no idea about this blockchain. <laughs> and next thing you know, like, as you know, there's a secret uh, blockchain group that I've created. Um, I've done some talks. I, I'm working on doing some more talks. And, uh, I'm pretty far along with creating this app. I think I already sent you an invite or, um, yeah, I checked it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we there's still, it. there's still some stuff that needs to be done, but, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that I'm very deep in the crypto world. I know cryptos and blockchain. I think blockchains are the future, especially for our voting system. Oh. <laughs> I have a really good, uh, after this first blockchain, um, Application is launched and going. The next application that I want to execute on is, I think, whoever nails how to use blockchain for um, voting system, it's a wrap. Ooh. It will be the most secure system. Oh, that's uh, dude! How man. could you hack it? How yeah could you hack it? how 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 could you hack from my wallet or from my address to the other address? Like you wouldn't even need to go to the polls. Just send it instantly and be all real time on TV. You wouldn't even be able to hack it because then you could trace it back. You wouldn't even. And not only that, then forever you can put that blockchain, the voting blockchain, on a district, on you know a ledger, on a. You could put the the entire voting twenty twenty voting on a USB drive on a blockchain and then lock it away forever. Yeah. each each voting system would sit on the blockchain
0: (laughs) you know man that's 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 fucking that's a great idea that i wow i didn't even think about it for that use i probably just gave it away i Uh, technically didn't
1: i didn't i didn't technically give it away because i still haven't figured it out completely because you still would have to figure out so much intricate stuff and how it would work it but you know it, this is this is why i'm a crypto nerd man <laughs> because like I, like for me as you know when anybody says like that cryptocurrencies or blockchains a bubble i just lose my ish because <laughs> i'm like you don't understand it's not a bubble it can't be a bubble simply because it's technology it's not just about cryptos it's about blockchain technology and once you understand blockchain technology and once you understand cryptocurrencies of a possible 300 trillion dollar market cap it's a totally different ball game
0: I, I definitely share share the same enthusiasm with you i actually don't know as much as you like i know a little bit and i've been learning a lot from you and that in that group and i do appreciate that so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything as far as you know any any speculations um or sorry not speculation shouldn't say that word uh any any forecast for what's gonna happen really appreciate your time today and I just appreciate all, all the knowledge you dropped on us. I've been trying to get you to do this for, I think it's been two years, man. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm back on my train. So I'm glad we got I'm, to do I'm, this.
1: I'm also pretty bad because it's just like people also got to know that like, like I train and then I work. And then like, like it's like 930. Like I'm still doing emails or just research or just grinding. You know, the hustle doesn't stop.
0: Yeah, man, that's how that's how that's how it should be, you know, especially right now we're we're young and, and you know, we're passionate. I can see if we were not passionate about this and we were grinding for some stupid reason. But I think, you know, you you love what you're doing. I love what I'm doing for the most part. Uh, there's always a grind in the middle. You love what you're doing, but it's still like, uh, you know, you got to do shit you don't want to do to get where you want to go. So mm-hmm. um, I got my respect for you. Um, Yeah, man, let's go more in depth. With my other podcast, I got a little system here. You were the first one to try out this new format. So hopefully I can continue this so I can scale it and pump out more podcasts, get more people on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a quick, quick edit. Earlier, I said the Black Triathlon Facebook group. That was disrespectful of me. There was the Black Triathlon Association. They had a Facebook group and a Facebook page and um, or it was Black Triathletes. Of something, and they ended up merging the two. I forgot what happened. It was a bit of drama that happened. I haven't really been. They in the split. Group. They split. Yeah, and I know the black, the BTA happened, um, and the guy started it, and he's like legit association with the triathlon. Uh, a Nonprofit, marathon. yeah, yeah and um, resources exactly. And uh, my respect to them. Without them, I wouldn't have met all the black triathletes. When I first got into it, I wouldn't have met you. So um, I didn't mean to just shun them off as as just a black triathlon group because um, there's not a lot of black people doing triathlons out there. So
1: no, you know, and we, that's pretty much the group, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So um, I guess to end it, where could people find out your stuff since you are a man of of, of many. Many talents Was it uh, Give me your website Give me your Facebook And, and I'd say
1: I would say Instagram Facebook At Max Fennell, And At Coffee Method Are the two biggest things That people should be Taking a look at And following along
0: Okay cool And that's M-A-X-F
1: E-N-N-E-L-L At Max Fennell And at Coffee Method
0: Cool Thank you very much yeah. man um, You're welcome you enjoy yourself, get some sleep, and i right, forward bro. to seeing you do awesome shit moving forward.
1: Thanks, man. All
0: right, man. All right, I'll talk to you later. Peace. Masters of... So, and that's it. As always, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us ramble about shit that we think you could find of interest and that we find of interest and hopefully help everyone out there again please subscribe rate comment and share on whatever you use to listen to us if you have any questions or concerns or even suggestions for episodes or hell if you want to be on the show hit us up on the socials twitter instagram facebook or talk some shit at master if you like any of the music that you heard this episode please feel free to add it to whatever device on whatever platform you use spotify apple music or soundcloud Just go to masterofsomepod.com slash music and share with all the folks that you think would like it. Don't worry if you didn't get that. There's a link in the show notes. Thank you so much. Peace.